Hello all, welcome to the Looter Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 225, and today we'll be talking about Together Alone. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. I'm Sophia. And I'm David. So what a doozy. What a doozy this one was, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I guess fusing in front of the diamonds, that's a doozy. Uh, Pink yeah. Pearl's story happening in like two seconds, that's a doozy. Yeah, that was quite... <laughs> I, for one of like the most um heavy and kind of like messed up episodes, it also has some of the best jokes. Which was just such a great little juxtaposition. I don't think we do that here. Like, we have some horrific hints at, at Pink Pearl's backstory, and then, of course, they gotta mm-hmm. throw in Yellow's neck doing whatever <laughs> it was doing. Uh, thankfully, that was only a dream sequence. I mean, I think that's even more yeah. horrifying than the hair spitting up. Ooh, coughing up. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a metaphor for blood. I don't, why? It's clearly Rose's hair. So, like... How would that be related to Pink Pearl? Because she didn't really hmm. do any of her rebellion stuff until. No, I think it's There's a dream sequence. So it doesn't entirely make sense. It's just yeah. showing us a memory of Pink Pearl defining in her, you know, like second episode appearance that it, she is like for sure, you know, the same person as White Pearl, and then just randomly throwing the hair and just to remind us, oh yeah, the other conflict is. That Steven is Rose Quartz is Pink Diamond. So, you know, I don't think that it relates to Pearl, though, necessarily. But I am interested to know where this character is going because we, like, immediately revealed her backstory in a way. Like, we already know her identity, which I felt maybe they would have kept the mystery longer. I mean, we already knew. Right. So that must mean that what they have in the cards for that character is a lot bigger than just going, oh, by the way, White Pearl was pink diamonds pearl you know so i think that's actually more exciting yeah well yeah and we have enough hints i think based on the little teaser that aired after this episode and of course the ones that were leaked in another country Mm -hmm. that white pearl is going to be having some appearance in the very next episode as she's going to be the one that helps steven and connie and the rest get out of this mess One thing that I kind of am really curious to see, and it keeps on almost happening, but not quite, is I want to see Yellow use her destabilizer on Steven, or on Stevani, because there's a pretty good chance it's not going to work on them at all, because the the destabilizer Mm -hmm. didn't work on Steven, it just, like, tickled him. Right, I mean, that would really help, like, her understand... (laughs) Because that is one thing that frustrated me about, like, the ball, is that both yellow and blue were totally okay with this, what should be to them, like, this completely deformed, strange-looking, you know, pink diamond, you know, maybe explain that nature a little more, because they just seem to not be questioning it enough. Oh, they (laughs) questioned it. Remember how blue's like, are you really going to look like that at the ball? And she, like, sounded like she was going to cry. But, like, <laughs> they still did it, and they're not really questioning, like, they can't tell that she's not shapeshifted. So I like that idea of that she tries to destabilize her, but also, that would be a pretty dramatic moment, because they still, like, yeah, they threw her into a, Stevani, they threw them into a dungeon, but, like, to destabilize her is pretty dramatic, like, that's war among the monarchs, so, I don't know. Well, Blue did say, unfuse or I will make you. So unless Blue's idea is to just, like, grab one of Stevani's arms in each hand and 
<laughs> She's going to do like Doug did in that one fan comic to separate Stevani. Uh, yeah, like, I, I really, because I've always thought, you know, because they really need to understand that Steven is a human boy made of flesh, and he has a father and a mother, and is he's like a child, too. Like, I really want Pearl to come forward as, like, his caretaker and be like, he's a baby. But, like, they're not going <laughs> to listen to her because she's a Pearl. All right. Yeah. You know, that that's like really wishing a squirrel would come forward and ex- explain, like, the inter- intricacies of something like... If a squirrel yeah, came to me, GC, and started talking, I would kind of listen to what it would say, so... Well, you, like, have to imagine that this is a world in which squirrels can talk, they just don't say anything interesting, ever. No, they're right. just your secretaries, and you dress them up all nice and make them do ballet. I mean, but, like, they... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call Connie a a pet, and yet, like, she still speaks intelligibly to them, right? So, like, I wonder what the impact will be if it happens that they understand that their pink diamond is completely covered and encapsulated by a fleshy, <laughs> you know, pet animal thing. And also, will that finally answer the question for us of, like, what happens when the gem gets removed? Because you know the yeah. first thing they're going to do when they figure out that the gem is just stuck in some nasty alien body is they're just gonna rip it out right like what's the they're consequence they're gonna call an eyeball she's an expert of course that's i there's a pretty solid chance that either a steven just dies it just kills him right um, and that's how the show works yeah two <laughs> it's irreversible like what's gonna happen they they pop out the gem and steven is not probably for the best um, but he's still alive. And then what? Rose comes out, and then she looks around and she's like, "Hmm, uh oh." Looks back and sees somebody, her, her dying son on the ground with a big hole in his stomach. Oh shoot! And then she heals him, <laughs> and he becomes pink. Yes, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing yeah, it. and then what? She changes uh-huh. back, and then she's like, "No, never mind." Self poofs herself, and then someone's just gonna pop it back in. Like, how's that gonna work? Oh my god. Yeah, mm. so uh, we definitely don't know where that's going to go, but I really hope that they don't just completely not touch it. It would be so strange if this just kept going on and they were just like, you know what, this is just what Pink Diamond looks like, because I just feel like there's a lot of impact that needs to happen. Similarly, yeah. with the like fusion that happened at the end of this episode, I know the diamonds got mad and I know the music got dramatic, but I really feel like they could have, maybe not from the character reactions, but like, whereas I really like the music of the ball and the music of the dream sequence, I felt that the supporting music for the reaction to what happened in the room was not extreme enough for like the severity of like fusing in front of the diamonds and encouraging like people in the crowd to fuse. I feel like they could have put a lot more tension in it that isn't there. And I really want to see like diamond anger and, you know, like anarchy ensuing. So I don't know. But I felt like that impact wasn't strong enough, at least for me, either. I mean, I felt like it was pretty intense, but, I mean, if you want to go, if you want to crank that to a 10, I wouldn't say no. I mean, I I can just imagine that everyone in that room is, like, fighting the urge to turn around and say, I didn't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) That that joke was so funny. The the jades, is that what everyone's kind of calling them? Because that's what they were credited as in the voice yeah. actor. That's what yeah. I'm assuming. We have a voice credit for Jades, but I mean, I mean, they I would could think both that, that would be the little cog people, but they weren't green, so it has to be 
Uh, I've been calling her Cutie. The Aww. I knew I couldn't be the only one. Fusion. It <laughs> yeah. has to be her official name now. Well, I think it, they could both be Jades, but they could be from different courts. Like it, it, it kind of looks like one is from Yellow's court and one is from Blue. I mean, it, yeah, uh-huh. they have different insignias, uh-huh. and they're like colored a little different, and they both reacted to their respective diamonds. But that was just. That was such a great little joke, and also I really enjoyed the message, where it's just like, they are everywhere. And Steven kind of mentioned it, like he touched on it, like, oh, I was in Homeworld for five minutes, and I spotted some off-colors. Yeah, that was your mother and mine. Yeah, so Homeworld's probably full of them. Rebellion Part 2. I mean, that's that would have been an awesome direction for them to take the the yellow imprisoning Steven, you know, not the... Not the stuff we've seen in the promo, but like an out and out civil war where mm. Pink's gems aren't really happy about what just happened. <laughs> and in fact, take their diamonds uh, as an inspirational figure and start fusing to fight against the other courts I in mean, an attempt to free their diamond. That would have been so cool. There is a, you know, like one hour episode coming up. So we something big's about to happen. Mm. We haven't none of that. I haven't seen the leaked promos. They aren't about the one hour episode, are they? I probably are. Oh. We don't know. We see big stuff going down. Let's put it that way. Although you know that any civil war would, of course, end with the diamonds having a what have we become realization like in Stephen and the Stevens. I mean, because that would be pretty powerful. Like they would realize that. Pink only faked her own death because she thought Blue and Yellow didn't love her anyway. Like, they, they'd been pushing her away, and then with the Civil War, they'd be doing it again. Okay, but what you said about Steven and the Stevens, Yellow, like, going out on the balcony and being like, God, I'm so annoying. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh... that's my biggest takeaway from Steven and the Stevens, because at that part of the show, I was still very annoyed with <laughs> no, 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 with Steven and the Stevens, uh, White Diamond is Handsome Steven. Uh, obviously, Pink Diamond <laughs> is the Funny Steven. And then we have the Smart Steven. Sensitive Steven. The- Yep, sensitive Steven. So I, I think the diamonds are pretty clearly. Oh my Steven god, it lines up. Foreshadowed in season one. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> so it is that realization that makes me expecting some kind of a you know inter diamond fight, uh, which well, spoiler alert, and then a what have we become moment afterwards when diamond fights diamond. Who is the winner? <laughs> <laughs> that episode. Has- now I'm just like going down memory lane remembering them at the warp pad and Amethyst is just like counting all the fighting Stevens as they all (laughs) die before his eyes and he has no context for what is going on (laughs) Mm. that's okay he has a lot more context for the diamond and the diamonds oh god the the show ends with them on like oh that would be awesome an all diamond band very tiny instrument an all diamond band would be great (laughs) <laughs> yeah that episode also reminds me that there is a time travel technology that should definitely not exist on homeworld because it would totally obliterate you know any progress that steve and the gems try to make if white diamond just is like oh, by the way i have time travel so you know oh jeez. maybe oh. this is the perfect timeline for her i mean or it's one of those big can of worms it's the whole thing yeah. with garnet <laughs> having future vision how are you ever gonna recover from writing time travel or time <laughs> prediction into your story? Like, it's 
Oh god. And I think as obviously long as they it was the only the one cuz they thought it would be like a cute little episode idea. But now it's like every episode afterwards we could be like, "Oh, but what if there's another, you know, time orb?" It's the same thing with Hermione in Harry Potter. It's like, "Oh, we have all the little time turners. We could have just stopped all the bad things from happening over and over and over again, but just didn't because that was only supposed to be like a little plot device in book 3." Yeah. Well, funnily enough, that also reminds me. So, like, I love the, you know, slow revealing that we keep getting of Homeworld. And in this episode, we really get the sense of, like, antiquity, for, but with a weird infusion of technology. Like, just seeing those gear gems and the weird mm-hmm. singing statue gem. But, like, compared yes. to season one in the show where we're talking about, like, all these weird pieces of technology, like the like the time stone and, like, I'm even thinking of, like, the replicator wand, which, like, if anyone on Homeworld had another one of those, that'd be really convenient because shooting cars at the diamonds might even be, you know, relatively effective. But, like, we're kind of I missing it. We're, like, back in, I kind of like being in the world of, like, more magic than, like, technology focused. It sort of feels that way again, at least, like, in the ballroom. There's just this sense of, like, we're back to what all those old, like, the Lunar Sea Spire and things looked like. In season Traditionalism. one. Traditionalism. Yeah. Yeah. The those gear gems were great. I mean, talk about otherworldly. It just makes Homeworld look weird in yeah, the best, what? most interesting way. <laughs> and the gears <laughs> they like scrape. So they're heavy yes. and like firm. So it's not like they're dressed unless they they decided that they're gonna wear a a big gear. <laughs> like how do they move? Do they have little wheels? <sighs> I mean, Sapphire doesn't you know, have legs, she just floats, so maybe they just scrape along the ground. She has legs, yeah. <laughs> if she wants to, usually she doesn't. She yeah, that's legs. a weird it was, situation There was Rebecca Sugar legs. art years and years ago where she drew her with legs. But she doesn't <laughs> but then have, what, her, have legs. She just ends at a torso? <laughs> we don't know, it looks like a geode down there. Yeah, it's ambiguous. Because her legs are hidden inside. I mean, most of the time, the gems don't have ears either, except when mm-hmm. Amethyst does. So, you know. Is that part of their skin condition? There was a bit <laughs> in the episode where Pearl helped Greg fix his car, where she's wiping off the oil and you can see her ear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Amethyst uh. can hear you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have ears. I think the show just really likes giving gems hairstyles that cover their whole faces. Yeah, I mean, you never know how things will be drawn, like, mm-hmm. you know, like pupils maybe appearing or not, depending on how intense someone's supposed to look, or body parts, noses, I mean, I don't know, so. Clearly the lack of noses. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess the parallels with Alone Together for when Connie invites Steven to the dance floor were, like, cute, but I also felt like the situation happened pretty quickly, and it, I don't know. It felt weird in the lead up. Did anyone else feel that? Yeah. This is one of those episodes where like the plot only happens because somebody does something really dumb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's like come on. they they don't even they don't even do some super formalized ballroom dance. They do that fun dance that they always do when they want to fuse. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like how <laughs> what were you Should've expecting? <laughs> If we spin in a circle, maybe we'll just stay two independent people. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, no, they got, they need, like, a little waltz, something a little slower paced. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't know 
with Yeah, I mean, like, what was Connie thinking? Like, any gem there could snap her neck with, like, two of their fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, luckily she ended up as Stevani then, (laughs) because, yeah. So, like, I'm surprised that, like, Yellow and Blue weren't, like, more shocked that Pink Diamond fused with an organic. You think they'd be confused a little bit before they got angry? I don't know, that's something I noticed. Yeah, I think, hmm. They could play it off as a demonstration of her power. Yeah, it could no. be, like, so <laughs> shocking. <laughs> well, no. It could be so shocking before they realize, wait a minute, how in the heck did you fuse with an organic? Yeah. At all? Yeah, no, it's I mean. compassion. It's almost like, that. that's a great point, too, Sophia, because, like, do they just know that they can fuse with organic life? Because none of the gems knew that on Earth, right? And, like, Greg was surprised. Like, everyone, that was, like, a big point in the show. Like, Steven was like, yeah. wait, what? We're fused? Pink Diamond didn't know that. Right. I mean, because otherwise she probably would have fused with a lot of people. Yeah, I, it's not for lack of trying. I mean, as, as far as we know, <laughs> no. Stefani's the first time this has ever happened, and all indications are because Steven is himself half organic. Although obviously the gem technology works with organics, so why him being half organic helps, I don't know. Yeah, but that's probably true, though, that normal gems can't fuse with humans. Steven's unique in that. They probably just don't understand the building blocks of humanity, but since he has those building blocks in him, they can understand them now. That's what I'm going with. Right. I mean, the whole thing's weird because it's like... Both partners are supposed to be able to, like, fuse their light, but Connie's literally just human, so Steven's doing all the work of fusing. I don't know. It's it's weird, but it probably won't be explained. But yeah, I mean, I agree, Isabel. Like, the if you look at, like, something, say, the almost the, sec- the first part of the season finale of season one, and you look at the impact of, like, Jasper and Peridot arriving in the handshift and, like, getting the shock of, like, the crystal gems. Like, this show has had big moments before. And I feel like they could have hyped it up more with, like, I don't know, people's reactions. Like, it was big, but I I mean, maybe they can't make it too big because whatever's coming in the hour-long episode is going to have a much bigger shock value. And also, maybe I shouldn't be going for just shock value, but I don't know. <laughs> so far in the show now, I just want to be shocked and in awe all the time. So I think there was enough emotional weight behind that scene. I don't think they needed to... I mean, my heart can only take so much, you know? Yeah, I really liked Amethyst and Pearl's look of like, uh, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, I really appreciated that. I don't know, and it's like, I really liked how in this episode they showed the diamonds being the big racist that they are, you know? Yeah. Because I was feeling like they were so chill with Garnet and Pearl and Connie and Amethyst just like hopping on the ship with them, and I guess like, in private, it's not a big deal, but they really do care about their image, which I felt was really realistic and really, like, it really felt authentic in that way. Like, even the diamonds, who make the rules for society. So, I mean, they really could just, like, say, never mind, fusion's okay. But they still care about their image because they need to keep that, like, iron fist. I don't, I, I don't think that's it. I think they're enforcing something that was, like, handed unto them on stone tablets by White Diamond. Like, and as far as they're concerned, like, that's how it's gotta be. Like, they, I don't think they even think about how things should be, just how things are. I don't know if they have the ability to think about how things should be. I mean, it seems, it's been implied by Yellow that White Diamond could just pop him up and put him in a bubble for a while. Like, even the three diamonds teamed up against her may not be very formidable. Hmm. So, speaking of formidable, White 
Pearl is uh, is strange. I mean, her creepy smile on and and her taking the place on the throne of White Diamond. Does that suggest something about? I mean, when we last and first saw White Diamond, she looked even though she was like completely static and standing in place. She seemed like she was completely in control of herself. Did this moment suggest to you that like maybe White Pearl is the one in control right now? Or is she just weird? I got that as a possibility that, you know, this was a pay no attention to the Pearl behind the curtain situation. But I think the more likely explanation is that White is puppeting White Pearl. Right. That's why she's Mm -hmm. because she speaks with a non Dee Dee Magno Hall voice. Yeah. That's the clear implication there. Also, props to Dee Dee for creating such like unique yet Pearl sounding voices. Like those those voices Mm -hmm. were like it doesn't it doesn't really sound like the same pearl anymore yeah like with the with the first appearance of yellow pearl you, you kind of hear dd Dee doing that we don't care we don't have to we're the home world kind of thing <laughs> with it but you know now it's they're they're much more unique yeah and and dd Dee Dee does kind of do a voice when she just voices a regular pearl like you can kind of notice it like if you've ever seen like her her vines or her videos that she's posted on the internet. Like, of course, it's unmistakably Pearl's voice actress, but she does kind of put on a voice, like, almost like a little bit nasally. And then Yellow Pearls is obviously very nasally. So, yeah, and especially for this being her first voice acting job, like, she's very much shown in this this character and these characters. Oh, she's got chops. Yeah. She does. But White Pearl interested me because in Lights from Here at a Homeworld, I thought it was interesting that White Pearl was phasing in and out of walls, but I'm like, okay, fine, it's White's ship. You know, maybe this is kind of a Rose's Room situation, almost. But she did that in the throne room, too. It's like, what's going on here? I think she just can't walk. Well, no, but she, like, disappears into the floor and then comes up through the throne. She doesn't, like, float over to it. I mean, we've (laughs) seen that bubble technology before, because we, like, saw it on the ship. I can't think of the episode, but when they get get in and out of ships. Yeah. I mean, she's just doing it wherever, not at specific, you know, entry points. She can't move her legs or her arms. She's just stuck like that. I mean, that fits with the puppet idea that she just, like, is just manually moved around by White Diamond. And just doesn't move her limbs, or at least her legs. Like that episode of Secret Squirrel with the voodoo dolls. Yeah, it seems interesting because, like, the other Pearl's reaction to White Pearl and being like, oh, it's it's White's Pearl. Now they really understand, oh, this is something that could be done to us. Like, that, hmm, that really adds some, some weight to it and how, like, you know, Pink Pearl probably used to be their friend and now is. Yeah, Pink Pearl is the Dane is kind of poster child for the dangers of having feelings other than serving your diamond. You know, that brings up a point with, it just made me think, do the pearls know about the white pearl, pink pearl switch? Like, is our pearl aware of that? And our yellow and blue? I don't think our pearl would know, but I'm a yellow and blue pearl have to know. Yeah, and it, it seems like something traumatic that Pink wouldn't have shared with our Pearl. Well, unless our Pearl was White Diamond's Pearl. I mean, is the idea that White Diamond somehow took Pink Pearl and then just, they just made a new one for 
for pink diamond and discarded white's existing one i i don't know or maybe white just never had maybe one white's pearl expired. yeah it's possible white never bothered having a pearl and she just pulled hers out of storage here you go i mean it's not like we've even seen have we i feel like somehow we've had reference to the idea that other gems other than diamonds have had pearls but i can't think of yeah, where yeah. i'm thinking of that peridot says there are hundreds of pearls okay yeah and Peridot mentioned getting her own pearl? No, 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 no. It was no, uh, Eyeball. Eyeball. Did too. Eyeball mentioned that. We have the... Okay, I'm blanking on her name. The off-color fusion, who does Rudin contain a pearl. That's right, she's a pearl, and yeah. Her master. So yeah, a barrel, a morganite, had a, had a pearl. So, an upper-class gem. I mean, a hessianite almost certainly would have a pearl if she wanted one. Yeah, I wonder how many gems mm-hmm. in that court had uh, their own pearls. I imagine, like, if you're a a leader type, like if you have a lot of uh, executive bureaucratic powers, I would think um, agates would definitely have pearls because they have a lot of administrative mm-hmm. jobs that would benefit from the secretary. Yeah, so I mean, I guess our pearl doesn't have to be white diamonds, old pearl, even though she does have the whole forehead gem thing going for her. And she does yeah. have the attitude of a white diamond pearl. Yeah, well, and the, you know, coloring, <laughs> so. Like, I could imagine mm-hmm. it for you if you wanted me to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, GC Pearl. I don't really know where to go with that one. Uh, yeah, G-Pearl. Yeah. Maybe she's the OG Pearl. The mother of Pearl? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of theories on Mother Pearl, how pearls are created. It seems like they may, I mean, they have to be created through similar processes as the other gems, but. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I mean, maybe they're made with nothing but the diamond juice of the diamond who they're destined for, and that's how you get a pearl that matches your personality so closely. And it's like completely obedient. Hmm. Maybe. Also, thinking about the court that was, I'm guessing, so everyone in attendance was just pink diamonds court, right? No, we had some blue diamond amethyst, didn't we? No, that's true, because we were just talking about how the fused... Uh, gems were yeah, yeah. like they were from they had a board. yellow and a yeah I was just trying to think of who was under pink was it the those those the gear gems were hers just the gears they were the only ones who we saw presenting themselves to Stephen yeah except for the yeah. radiant sapphires well it just and made me think about all the all the rose quartzes back off in the distant space station that are missing from the court and uh, also were kind of forgotten for me from the plot. But that's totally going to become relevant later, so... Yeah, they couldn't grab oh, yeah. him for the celebration. Steven couldn't think to be like, oh, this is who my mom was mimicking. Ooh. I wish they could have shown what a rose quartz would have looked like before he knew that rose is pink. Hmm. Oh, so he could have the, he could have mom feelings about them? Yeah, it could have been, like, <laughs> really jarring, but... Yeah. Hmm. Would have been interesting. But then we would have realized that none of them have her powers. Yeah, that would have been... Hmm. She yeah. was just special, like our Jasper was special. Yeah, you know, our Jasper has really big muscles. Our rose quartz, you know, can bring people back from the dead and create <laughs> sentient plants. You know, similar stuff. I love the jokes. I just adored the jokes. They were so good. I, I laughed out loud at White Pearl's frown. I think familiars were funnier, though. I don't think so, because I think it, the, the sh- episode being so intense really made the jokes funnier. Right. Like it's in a kind relief. of like awkward laughing kind of funny. 
Yeah, this whole episode was just waiting for the ball to go horribly wrong, and boy, did it go from zero to OMG, mm-hmm. like in nothing flat. Yeah, <laughs> truly yeah. nothing Steven flat. Do you want to go dance? No, no, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I loved Blue Diamond's introduction, like, prepare yourself emotionally, like, I'm sorry, she's here. That was, <laughs> I don't know, I really thought that was and so Blue funny. Blue Pearl was crying <laughs> at the time as she said it. Like, I am so sorry, but here she comes. We've gotten more personality out of the pearls too. Like you're talking about like funny yes. moments. Just having like blue pearl showing off her drawings and like yellow kind of like breaking out of character a little bit and like being willing to like pose. You know, I'm liking that they're progressing a little bit and I like the way that they're different. Like blue is totally okay with just like talking, has no hesitance. Like her quietness is probably belying like a willingness to be much more free than yellow pearl but yeah yeah and it was so easy steven's like you like doing something for fun and then didn't even <laughs> yeah, have to I do a musical do. number like spongebob just straight up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and let alone a spelling lesson okay i don't like that the gems don't know words though because this happened in Gravity well, i don't connectors. know if it was in lars of the stars or whatever with the off colors i don't what word did they not remember then compliment you know, they didn't know what a compliment was. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> like they understand English and it's frustrating that they like don't know these specific words because I don't know. It just seems. They've been erased from the Homeworld Dictionary by the uh, I can't remember what it was called. The department the main character works for in 1984. Oh, the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big issue I have that. The gems also happen to speak English, even though they're thousands and thousands of years old. Like, it could have been just as easy to be like, oh, they're just universally understood by any language ever, you know? Like, that would have been easy. They didn't pull a Doctor Who explanation with, like, saying, oh, yeah, the TARDIS is just translating for us. But also, the last time that the, uh, the crew address this they were just like the gems really speak any language because steven universe is translated into uh you know 20 plus languages and so you know just don't worry about it they just speak whatever and that was a little frustrating because you could then come to moments like this where they apparently share the same language as us well as english speakers except for you know their gem writing is completely different so whatever maybe the word fun is in their vocabulary but the pearls are just not exposed to it Kind of like Peridot was not familiar with music, even though Homeworld clearly has music for the Yeah, what class. the- Oh, yeah, what I don't the think Peridots would have been invited. They seem to be engineers. Uh, yeah, that must be it. They did mention that Era 3 has begun, so there's that. Yes. Right, especially White Pearl, who was, like, really willing to, like, talk about that, assuming also that if White Diamond is controlling her, like- She's just totally cool with agreeing that it's Arrow 3 right now. They seemed like really eager to declare it as that. I think that might have been what was written on the invitations, though. You're invited to the Arrow 3 ball. Yeah, I mean, the Arrow 1, four diamonds. Arrow 2, three diamonds. Arrow 3, four diamonds again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, again, on the, like, point of impact, I still don't understand how the diamonds are really okay with the whole, you know, war, genocide... And then now Pink is just back, even though she was the cause of all that. Like, they just barely addressed it. And they were like, well, it's annoying that you wasted a lot of our gems. But in the end, whatever, you're back for Era 3. I feel like there could have been more punishment. Thousand years in the dungeon, something like that. Well, she already spent thousands of years in a dungeon, remember? 
Earth. I guess. I don't know. Oh, she seemed to be enjoying her time there. Yeah, well, Blue doesn't need to know that. I think it was a similar thing where it's just so much is going on at once on top of their dictator duties that it will probably be addressed. And they'll probably be like, okay, well, you start the rebellion and then you come back and then you're messing stuff up here. So why don't you sit in that room, us not realizing that you need to eat several times a day and think about what you've done. Okay, like, to be fair... Like, that, the, the whole rebellion thing only happened because they wouldn't let her do what she wanted with her colony. So, like, that was all their fault, getting, like, none of their business up in Pink's business. Not Pink's fault. Uh, it's kind of Pink's fault. Okay, maybe a, maybe a little bit Pink's fault. <laughs> it's like, Steven's crying only a little. Only a little! Yeah. Stevens hasn't done anything. He's just a child. He's just a 14-year-old boy. Is he 15 now? Are we approaching 15? It's been a while. Uh, Yeah, he should have a birthday soon. Maybe he'll have a mm-hmm. birthday in this new dungeon that he's been thrown in, which oh, I guess boy, has already oh, been boy, leaked, oh, but, you know. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll be White's birthday present to him. Yeah. I'm giving you the civil war you've always wanted. Oh <laughs> well, he does he does really want it right now. I'm sure he would take it for his birthday. Also, this is the ending that I thought we had like 3 episodes ago when Steven got thrown into Pink's room. I thought that was already like yeah. a dungeon from White Diamond. So I'm glad that we're reprising this ending, but I'm guessing this time Stevani's actually going to be stuck in a room for a while. So that's cool. Yeah, like everyone was like did Pink get get sent to a room. I mean, it looks like Steven could just jump out of there at literally any time, but like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't grounded. He was just set loose. Sent to his spawn point, you know? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> well, I mean, essentially, what has kind of, like, been expanded upon here is that White Dime is just like, yep, you're ready to go back in your role. I have no problem with you being back. Just uh, go back to doing exactly what you were supposed to be doing, and Era 3's here, so... White gave her blessing. Sort of. She didn't show up to the ball. Yeah, well, she had more important things to do, like stand there menacing. Yeah, is she in charge of any colonies anymore? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing for them to answer next to is like, what the heck does White actually do? I mean, we already, you know, have said a million times, probably the originator of the gems. But like, is she still doing that? Does she ever, you know, juice up, juice out, whatever? Like, I, I don't know what standing there does. I mean, it looks cool. It's intimidating, but... Yeah. She hasn't left her own head. Ha ha, she never uh, lets anyone in. I loved that joke. That was an excellent joke. That was a good one. Oh, well, guys, last call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm excited. There's kind of a break between next week's episode and the finale, right? So we kind of yeah, have, yes. have a week to chew on it. Yeah, although I guess when this episode comes out, it'll be that night. So have fun yep, watching tonight. it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, escapism tonight, you know, from when this podcast episode goes live, and then we'll have two weeks from today until the 21st. Yeah, I mean, we, the podcasters, are given plenty of time to chew on it, but our poor, poor listeners have to just process the episode and then boom, they have another one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's, that's why I prefer Thursday releases. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time to process, but also... Yep, it's a good it's a good mix. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, guys, that's been us on Together Alone. Join us next week. Where we'll be talking about escapism. 
Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. I'm Sophia. And I'm David. Leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.